Hello and welcome to Home Tells 101, the podcast about hosting on Airbnb and other short-term rental platforms. My name is Eddie and I am here with my beautiful co-host, Will. Hello. How are you today, Will? I'm good. It's rainy outside, but I'm good. Not too bad. Um... So this podcast is about, you know, hosting on Airbnb for people that are interested in getting into it and also your current hosts, you know, we're going to talk about uh, best practices, shares, learns, and uh, just a variety of other things. Well, and if you're considering it, maybe learning how from us instead of going through some of our growing pains. Yes. I would say that that would be a big takeaway. Absolutely. Yes, I uh I definitely have learned a lot along the way and I'm in a much better spot than at the beginning. So I've learned a lot yes. of things. So, and, and along the way, it's been very, we've had a lot of funny stories and stuff that we can share. Oh, yes. Yes. Definitely. We have new measurements for whether or not it's a good idea or not for you. So we'll, we'll share some of those with you. Absolutely. So I thought that we'd start off by introducing ourselves and I can interview you uh, or ask you some questions, even though I've known you for quite some time now. <laughs> I'll pretend like I don't know you. Oh, dear. So tell me about yourself. What is your background? So I have about 20 years in the insurance and financial services industry, but I'm originally from the Caribbean. So I could say that I've been hosting really an Airbnb for the last two to three years, but really I've been hosting since I was five years old. I grew up in an Airbnb, essentially. Uh, um, we, I come from a family of 17 kids. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Wow. Yep. They don't all, they didn't all live together. My parents, by the time they got together, there was a total of 17 kids. So I grew up in a 10 bedroom house in the Caribbean, but I was one of the last two. So there's all of these bedrooms that were just sitting there. And so my dad would host and we weren't far from the airport. So we would get a lot of traffic. So about from the age of about five years old, I, I was the evening entertainment. I would read my storybooks to the guests. They were all German. They never spoke any English. So I don't think they knew if I, was, if I could read or, or not. But I've been hosting for a long time. And on this journey, I'm finding out that it's so much fun. I, I've enjoyed it. So it's getting back a little bit to my roots. And um, and that's making me really happy. I met you. You're the one, actually, Eddie, who got me onto this thing. So here's how this thing goes, right? Yeah. He's, Eddie's got a bunch of, of properties, and I'm his insurance person. And he goes, well, I, I'm doing this Airbnb thing now. Is there anything I need to be worried about? Any liability issues? And I said, you know what? I have no idea, but I'm going to find out. I was genuinely interested. So I went back and I did my homework and found out that there was a couple things he needed to do. So we, we fixed those. Um, but at the same time, I had a property that was just kind of sitting there. And my mom had come to visit. And you, I don't know if you guys know very much about Caribbean people, but man, they, they're like Italian grandmothers. They're just like, what are you doing? This is costing so much money. And, da, da, da. and I was having fun just owning this property, but it's like 7,000 square feet in the middle of Missouri. We have a lot of hunters and we have the river and all those other things. And I was just having my friends come down and going to Sam's and spending four or $500 a weekend and feeding them and just pretty much partying 
all summer long, every weekend in the summer. And my mom comes to visit and she goes, who's paying for all of this? And this house must be a lot to keep up and all this other stuff. So I, in the back of my head, I'm thinking, gosh, she's probably right. I probably should do something, but what could I do? And then in walks Eddie with his Airbnb questions. And I'm like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we can do this. I can do something like this. And that's how Eddie and I got to start talking and... This is how you're at the podcast today. Mm -hmm. So, Eddie, your turn. Tell everybody a little bit about you. What's your background? Why are you doing this? Well, I mean, <clears throat> I have been in customer service probably for over 20 years now. Everything from, you know, doing casual fine dining in in college to now I work in, uh, in retail. So it, all of the time I've enjoyed the fact that, you know, I've been able to wow customers. The businesses I've worked for and companies I've worked for have enabled me to just, you know, give amazing customer service and I've enjoyed doing it so much along the way. And it's really cool to be able to do it with my own business now. Nice. And, um, you know, also I might have a background, you know, I went to school for advertising and marketing and design. So I've really been able to have a lot of fun marketing and making my listing stand out as well as, you know, it's been fun just decorating the uh, different properties and, you know, showing some creativity. Um, <clears throat> and the way I got into it, <clears throat> excuse me, is, um, because when I first came to you, I was just doing the private rooms. Oh, you know, you yes. can do either a private room on Airbnb or an entire listing. So I got a, I started because my uh, I always had a roommate in my three bedroom house, and then my, when I finally didn't have a roommate anymore because I always had friends, um, I didn't. I was kind of looking for somebody else, and one of the girls I work with, she was doing Airbnb where she was renting out her spare room, and she showed me her listing, and it was awful. It was this dreary room people made fun of her at work saying it looked like a rape dungeon i mean really it was it, and i was like if she can do this i can do it and so i you know i took pictures of my house and then i had i have a, th a three-bedroom house so i would sleep up to four people um in a, in a group at a time and i did that for a year and met all kinds of cool people from all over the world and um Put aside a bunch of money thinking I'd owe money on taxes, which I didn't because I was able to write a lot of it off, yeah, which we'll explore later. Mm -hmm. um, it's definitely a, uh, a good topic. Um, but I bought a house then the following spring um, for a set another listing. And then in the fall, I bought a, a duplex. So now I have a total of four listings awesome. and they are all doing very well. And so what's it's your demographics? Did it surprise you who shows up at your home? Yes. Um, I, you know, I didn't really know what, what to expect and, uh, it, it changes with the year. Um, you know, in the spring I get a lot of people, uh, that are here, where come for weddings. I live next to a park where they do weddings a lot and, uh, there's graduations in the summer. I had no idea how many people come to St. Louis for tourism. Um, but that has been so cool to be able to showcase the city, tell them places to go. I am booked like crazy during the, uh, during the summer. And uh, that's when you can charge the most. Um, and sure. in the fall, it's really busy. And then the, in the winter is when it slows down a little bit. But one of the things that I've had is I have a lot of long people that stay a little bit longer because they come in town for medical procedures or they're in the medical profession. <clears throat> and um, and they're because we're I'm, we're close to a lot of hospitals. And uh, so it's just been really cool to, you know, to kind of find out what my demographic is and what I'm, who I'm marketing to. And, um, and it's just been a great journey. Amazing along the way. What about you? What's your demographic? 
because you're out. In the, I'm in the city. You're out in the count in in out in the country. Yes, I'm. So I'm out in the country on 50 acres, and I have one listing because <clears throat> I usually can sleep about 20 to 22 people. I have a 7,000 square foot house and a pool and hot tub, and I have chickens out back. And walking trails. So it's definitely different from your listing. It is big. I've been out there. It's it's huge. It's huge. It's a lot of work. But it's fun work. It's work that I've been enjoying. Um, My demographics. So for me, booking-wise, I'm booked solid from Memorial Day weekend until um, Labor Day weekend. But there is plenty of bookings in between, two to three a month other bookings in between, that it more than pays for itself. But those three months... It's, you know, five, six times my expenses that I can that I can then spread out throughout the rest of the year. And so it's been very good. Um, Who shows up has been a surprise. I can't even tell you. It really has been. So going into this, right, I have this idea of who's going to show up. I'm black Caribbean. My husband is like totally white. His hair, hair is bald. It looks like a skinhead. And so he does. It's like this kind of funny thing that everybody just kind of looks at us and go, uh, they don't look like they're together. Uh, we've been together 20. We've been married almost 20 years. He's been going anywhere <laughs> and neither am I. So we decided to take our picture and put it out there as the host because we wanted to make everybody feel like they were welcome in our property. And because we're out in the country, everybody has ideas and connotations about what being out in the country is like, right? We have stereotypical things that we think about the country. I happen to be in, and I'm going to tell you where I am, in Steelville, Missouri. I love it there. The people are wonderful. I have awesome neighbors. Um, You know, I have guests that show up, and they're very city folks, quite city and one of them, I have this awesome story to tell you. So one of my guests calls me up and I'm going to pretend in her voice. She's like, well, Will, this has been like an awesome stay, but we have like cows in our front yard. Is that like part of the experience? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, good Lord, no, this is not part of the experience. What is she talking about? So I turn on the cameras and I go look and there's like 13 head of like black Angus cows on my front lawn it's my neighbor next door his Mm -hmm. cows got out of the pasture and they're just eating my grass oh no shitting on the front deck i mean it's like everywhere and this lady is loving it she's thinking that this is part of my no it's not part of the hosting experience the owner came by and cleaned everything up it was completely fine but i'm looking at these cows on the camera going that'd make a nice steak that looks like mm-hmm. that'd be a nice T-bone. Did you tell her it was part of the experience? Say, oh, no. those are the cows that come. That, yeah. I couldn't lie to her. I was just surprised, to yes. be honest with you, that I just couldn't. So, uh, again, back to my demographics, it's it's really quite varied. I have a lot of city folks, but I have a groups from Washu. I've got, you know, I've got a group of Spaniards that come by and visit. I've got a group of... Um, of guys that come with their sons. It's a father-son setup. So it's it's surprising to me. I What I, I thought I would get, I have no idea. What I get is this beautiful mix and array of people that keep me laughing and that are contacts and friends for life. You have no idea where you're going to be in life and who's going to come in 
to be able to help you or be handy. So that's, and that's been the joy too of hosting is you just don't know. So it's been great. Oh yeah, I, absolutely. I, uh, I've definitely found a joy of hosting with meeting the people from all over the world. I have, I don't, I think it, I've maybe had people from 10 or 11 different countries Airbnb sent me a, a, a rundown, um, but I've even gone to visit people. I've been invited to uh, to Belize. I went and made some friends, and they've come back to visit. So it's just been very cool meeting just amazing people and you know connecting. So and when you travel, don't you now just look for other Airbnb? I look. I know only will go with like I choose Superhost. We'll talk about that a little bit later. But I I now only I don't stay in hotels anymore. I'm I'm looking for a fun person that I can. I can rent their home from while oh, I Oh no, travel. I went to I went to Europe twice last year. I stayed in an Airbnb on a on a vineyard in Tuscany for like $100 a night and then I stayed in uh in, stayed in London in Greece. I did Greece. Uh, I did Greece too. It was wonderful. New and York, best, San Francisco. And the best part is when I'm there, I'm renting my house out and it's paying for my trip. No kidding. So <laughs> so that works out. I did nice. a booking. I know. I, I was thinking the same thing when I was in Greece last year. I did a booking that paid pretty much. It was she was she rented it for such a long time she's the lady with the cow she's mm. super nice about it by the way um and that booking pretty much paid for my time that i spent in greece so yes it's a it affords a ton of opportunity yeah and the nice thing is too like with the you know for the return on investment for me i basically don't have any living expenses anymore so it has been very it's been profitable as well as the fun of it so yes um, but speaking of the, you know, the, uh, the fun of it, you know, a lot of people come up to me all the time. I have people come up and they're like, Oh, so you do Airbnb and I'm like, I would love to get into it. Or I have this house or my parents have this house and they're just like, you know, how do, how do I do it? You know? And I think that a lot of people get enamored by the money. Um, but you have to know that it is a lot of work. It is, it is. um, it does not feel like work to me because I love doing it and I'm very passionate about it, but not, I don't think it's necessarily for everybody. And that's kind of what we want to explore on this, uh, for aspiring hosts on this show, like, is it right for you? Definitely. Um, like I have a, I have a good buddy of mine who has an apartment and he's like, I want to, he goes, oh, I get, or he's a house. He's like, I, I want to rent it out. And I'm like, you know what? You don't like people. You don't <laughs> like people at all. And so this would not be right for you. I know that he would bite their heads off if anybody said anything. But you could co-host for him though. You could be the one that he doesn't necessarily have to do all of that work. He can still get all of the benefits without actually doing the actual hosting. And it's funny you say that when he, he, we've agreed that when his current long-term tenants move out, that that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to <clears throat> basically manage it for him and, uh, and, and then he'll get the benefits. Awesome. So as we were thinking about this, we were trying to figure out, okay, who is this going to be a good, you know, is this a good fit for you and how do you know? Um, yes, the return on the investment and all of that good stuff. But can you find sometimes the humor in hosting? Mm -hmm. So my, my measurement for whether or not this is a good idea for you is this one story that I have. And it's this guy. He's, he, he came in with a group. He's from California, hadn't been out in the country much. But he was dressed like he was. He had on, you know, the bib overalls and the whole nine yards. And I have, for security purposes, because my property is so large, for security purposes, I have outdoor cameras. And those are usually turned off when my guests are in town or I'm around because I know that there'll be people around. And this time, for whatever reason, one of the cameras wasn't turned off. 
So at like 11 o'clock at night, it's like beeping on my phone telling me, hey, there's somebody outside and da-da-da-da-da. So I take a look. It's my California guy. And mm-hmm. he walks out on the front deck. And he just kind of looks around. Super sweet guy, by the way. Just in case you're listening, I know. I, I hope you know that I was never mad. I was always laughing. But he comes out onto the front deck. And he just kind of looks around at my flower bed and he admires my beautiful flowers, which is one of the things that I love. I, I Part of my hosting thing is I have fresh flowers that I put out and I get them from my garden. Um, note to self, my husband, if you're listening, I want a greenhouse. Thank you. Anyhow, so he comes out onto my front deck and he just kind of looks around, admires the flowers. And then... He kind of, the way he's looking around, I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, he's going to do this. He's he whips his Johnson out and takes a whiz in my flower bed. Here's the reaction I can have, guys. I can be mad, or I can appreciate that number one, he's really doesn't have very much country experience. Which is even if you don't have any, you still use the bathroom, especially when it's like ten feet behind you. Use the bathroom, but. He didn't cause any harm. He wasn't, you know, it was funny more than anything else. Mm -hmm. And if you can't see the humor in hosting, because you're going to deal with all types of people from all over the place, different cultures. And so some things that may not be acceptable to you is perfectly acceptable to them. Now, if it really bugs you, then I guess if you want to make a fuss about it, you can. It wasn't worth it to me. He, It was funny. He was a nice guy. And that for me was when I was, I decided I'm like, okay. If I can find humor in this, then I'm going to be okay. Because that's like the worst thing that has happened since I've been doing this. And it's two years. And again, my house is so big that a lot of people want to come and just party. So that leaves a lot of opportunities for people to do really foolish things. Mm -hmm. I haven't had that experience yet. So that's what I would say. Start thinking. If if you're thinking this is for you, start thinking... Is this going to be a fun thing or are you going to be that person that's constantly harassing your guests because this one little thing bugs you or this one little thing? You know what I mean? It's just then it's not fun. It's not fun for them to stay with you. And it certainly isn't any fun for you to host them. So I think, you know, in in my experience in in customer service, I've, you know, I've always enjoyed. I've always found the humor when people kind of make jerks of themselves or whatever. And and I think that 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 filter for me makes this makes it not so so craziness does not bother me or whatever i just I, it just turns into a good story it you know does. so and i have lots of fun stories from my <laughs> time with airbnb um and uh, but nothing really bad and yeah. i and but and i think you know there are things in place you know to so that you can vet people so you really don't have truly bad experiences and i've probably had 250 plus uh guest stays and in that time i think maybe 3 um have not been have not been stellar and it's usually been people that live in in our home city of st louis um and you know and but it gives me the opportunity to vet them and say okay you live in st louis why do you need a house um why do you need my house what do you <laughs> want to do at my house that you can't do at yours um <laughs> exactly exactly right? and it, so it raises some flags but you know airbnb puts mechanisms in place where you can ask these questions and and there's been times where people have said no i just want to have a party and i'm like okay but well, well and one of the things we wanted to talk about was, was that it wasn't you weren't going to be a traditional landlord right yeah no. because we think about 
about the wear and tear in your home when mm-hmm. you have, or a property that you have, when you have somebody staying there for six months? Yeah. When it's short-term stays, you get the opportunity to to make repairs. You get, the, I mean, in the winter time, I'm my slowest season is in the winter time, kind of towards people come in for Christmas parties and. Um, companies will rent me out for um, annual retreats and, you know, team building and planning for the next year. I, too, um, do the same thing for my other business. Um, but that downtime is critical for me. It's the opportunity for me to, like, just get everything cleaned out. I'm pretty fastidious about the property. I, one of my things on my super host review is that everybody says how sparkling clean it is. Mm-hmm. It's thanks to my mother and her Caribbean roots. Thank you very much. It's OCD. But, um, you know, those are those are the benefits of not being a traditional uh, landlord. If I wanted to sell the house tomorrow, I wouldn't have to do a single thing to it. I could put it. It's show ready all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, I like that. Well, that's the one big thing with, with Airbnb is is my listings are always pristine. Yes. If anything is wrong with them, it gets fixed by the cleaner the next time. Or if uh, if anything happens to the house, I can make a claim with Airbnb, which they make very easy, by the way. You know, if something's damaged, you just uh, they have you work it with, out with the guest. And then if the guest does not respond in 72 hours, they take over and they just reimburse you and you don't see anything else. Um, I have had her do it a couple of times. Um, you know, I just had comforters that are messed up. And, and it, uh, for example, I had one in, that got... Uh, one of my guests got their kid got acting medicine on it Ooh. and you just click on it and, and, uh, you go on the website. It says, do you know where you bought this? You say, yes, you can actually go to the, to the, uh, place where you purchased it and click on it and, and give the price and, and submit it. And then they just reimburse you. That's so, easy. Yeah. It's, it's, that's it's actually easy. been a really easy process. Uh, well, and you know, I think that's probably one of our goals in doing this podcast is to demystify some of the ideas. Mm-hmm. Like I think of my in-laws, who are wonderful people, by the way. I love you, Nana and Papa. Um, They're were hesitant about us doing it. They're like, what type of people are you going to get and all this other stuff? And what I want to tell them today is I get people like you guys, people who care about properties. Mm -hmm. You know, I had one customer, one of my my, uh, guests, fix my dishwasher. There was mm-hmm. 30-something of them in the house on a family reunion, and I guess it got kind of overworked or whatever. He and his son pulled the dishwasher out and fixed it. You can't ask for more than that. I have more of those experiences than I have of somebody who would break something and not tell me. Um, mm-hmm. I, I really haven't had that yet. Is it going to happen? Oh, it's going to happen. Don't, don't. I'm not delusional about that. Yeah. But... I get more people who are like my father-in-law who wouldn't see something broken and not fix it. Well, and, and, and like that story I was just telling you about the, the comforter too, I submitted it to the, I just said, Hey, to the guest, you know what happened? And the, and the mother goes, Oh, that must be my son's acne medicine. Send us, just send us the, uh, the bill. And she, and she, we were able to resolve it. Between uh, you guys. Yes. So I didn't have to involve Airbnb and it was a, it was a very easy process. So for most, most of the time it, the it guests really, have been very respectful of my space and, um, and that's, what's been rewarding. Well, the other thing too, is I think, and I haven't had experience with a lot of other platforms, but I think Airbnb does a really good job of getting people who shouldn't be guests off the site and hosts too. Mm-hmm. It's it's a community. So if you're not right for it, it'll become pretty apparent. And if that guest isn't right, I had actually had a booking and 
I mean, a solid booking 20 something people. And the guy seemed a little scratchy. So yes, I social media him and kind of went online and just kind of see, and I'm like, this isn't feeling quite right. You know what? Two days later, Airbnb yanked that booking and they're like, this guest is no longer allowed on the platform. You know, it turns out he's, you know, he had a pretty bad criminal history and he had recently been released. And granted, he was trying to do something nice by having spending some time with his family. But some of the things that he got arrested for and in prison for was, was things that made me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't necessarily have known that until after he would have booked. So I was highly appreciative of Airbnb taking away the work that would associate it with me saying, you know, maybe I'm not a good fit, mm-hmm. you know? So those are the things. I think there's a lot more um, boundaries than people think. I think people think you just open up your house and any weirdo just walks in. Number one, they have to have a mm-hmm. credit card. So it's not, you know, at least by that standard, that's exacting enough that you should, that your score and therefore your level of responsibility should eliminate, you know, horror stories, but. Yeah, and the, and and also you have the reviews too. Exactly. There are times where I'll read reviews and I'm like, nope. Um, it, you know, the hosts are usually honest with with how how it went. And if somebody doesn't have five stars, I'm like, what happens? Yes. So I'm very and there's a story there. Yes. There's usually always a story there. So I think you should trust the other people in the community, mm-hmm. not be so you know, hey, I want to make some money, but trust because it's not always good it's not all all worth it it really isn't all worth and it. trust your gut yes. you can decline and say no yes. you can it, you know they they have uh you usually have to approve if the person has never stayed and if they have stayed before and they do an instant booking they still give you the out if That's you don't feel true. good about it um me being a super host the super host hotline is amazing you can call know, up and, and they help you it. it's great and even if you decide you don't want to uh host somebody they will actually find it work with the guests to find them other accommodations too. So That's it's, true. so you don't have to feel bad that you're just, you know, kicking this person out. Um, yes. they, they work with both sides. So that's been, I've just had a great experience with that. I love the Superhost hotline. They're, yes. they're ready to help you right away. <laughs> so I've used it. I've used it a couple. You know, and that's, and, and that can be in traditional landlord. The other thing that you don't have to worry about is evicting people. You know, the, if uh, somebody stays, overstays their welcome, they will, I think Airbnb will charge them double each day. <laughs> um, so either they get out or they or you make a you, you make bank. You make a little profit. Yes. So. <laughs> so in the next couple of weeks, what do we want to start talking about? Do you think? What are some of the things you think we should explore? Well, we've looked at. There, I think there's all kinds of topics that we can explore. I it's endless all the things that you can we can yes. look at. Like um, one of them that I thought was cool was the yeah. financing that Airbnb now does if you're a super host. Yeah. If you want to make repairs, I think they'll do up to like fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars in financing. And if what they do is they take it out of your your bookings, so you're mm-hmm. not necessarily making payments. You just make payments when the when you have a booking. Yeah. So I, you know, there's like all kinds of stuff. Regulations. You're the techie guy, so like how to pretty much host without your host your guest never actually. Home automation. Yes. That's what I want to talk about. Yeah, we'll do one on home automation. I, I could not do. I don't think I could have done this five years ago. I can. It's amazing. Like. I can check people in. I don't even have to be there. I was in London one day and, uh, and people were checking in and I was able to unlock the door when they had some issues. Um, I can adjust the thermostat, change the lights. It's amazing what you can do. Um, I know you're a little bit more old fashioned. You like to drive an hour and a half down to Sealville to check everybody in. Um, Not that I don't enjoy doing that, but I have four listings, so I can't, I have a full-time job, so I can't always check people in and it's, 
it, I can see when they open the door. I have my ring doorbell where I can see, so it it's pretty amazing. And I will we'll explore that in an, an, another an entire show. Well, and let's see what other what folks want us to talk about. Yeah, the other thing that's really big is how do you make your listing stand out? Because there is a lot of listings on Airbnb. It's gotten very popular, um, but there are a lot of things you can do with photography and you know and getting good reviews and also showing you know the different things that you, there's just a lot of different things you well, can do. Well, and to bringing make. your personality to the listing, I think, is mm-hmm. what really makes you stand out because a lot of people are really just doing it for money. Mm -hmm. And that's fine. We're going to talk about that because none of us are doing this also just for the complete and total fun of it. Mm -hmm. We're all getting a significant enough return. We're both getting a significant enough return on our investment that this is this is a serious hustle for us. Oh, yeah. Um, So we don't want to make it sound like, hey, you know, this is all for fun. But having said that. It's not every every customer that's the right customer. It's not. So we want to talk about, I particularly would like to talk about, like, return on your investment. How do you get started with this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of people don't have eddies in their lives. And then they don't have the angry black woman, Will, in theirs either that can come in and kind of... M- I do, and it's two things you're trying to accomplish, right? You're trying to make my, I'm trying to make my guests feel welcome because they are. I, I really do welcome them, um, and at the same time, I want them to feel a certain amount of responsibility for my property. That hey, this is my home, I'm sharing mm-hmm. it with you, and I want you to see um, the amount of energy and passion that I put into it, um, and then to try as best as you can to return it in the state that I that we loaned it out to you, and that if it isn't let me know. It's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. It's some stuff happens in a big house, any house, stuff's going to happen. So how do we balance that, make money doing it, um, keeping our properties up nice, and at the same time, having some fun, having a whole load of fun. Yeah. We'll have, we'll interview some people. I have a lot of friends that have had fun stories and, uh, and some horror stories, but I think <laughs> The, horrors, most, the horror stories get all the press. Yeah, they're fun to it? talk about, but I think it, you know I will definitely say that that the good ones outweigh the bad. But I but you gotta have, you gotta hear the funny ones sometimes too. I agree. The funny ones keep me coming back. Absolutely, <laughs> they keep yeah. me coming back. So you know those are some of the there those are some of the topics we want to cover in the future. We also would love your feedback. Um, tell yeah. us what you want to hear uh, if you. Let me put it plainly. Did we suck? Like, truly, were we? And now don't sit behind your computer and send us a whole bunch of, like, bad reviews. Send us stuff that will be constructive. Doing this particular podcast, we want to, Eddie and I want to have some fun. It's a chance to, like, be creative and just kind of relive why we do this and Mm -hmm. help people along the journey. I think the... Uh, short-term rental business will be better the more inclusive it is, the more different types of hosts that you have and therefore different types of guests that you're going to have. So we're definitely doing this part of it for fun. Yeah, I've I've learned so much in the last three or four years. I would love to just share what I've learned so people don't make the same mistakes. Yes. And uh, and that's why if you, if you all want to send in your listings or any ideas you have or have questions, I would be more than happy to look at them as well as Will, and we can give you your feedback. Um, Plus, I would like to think... 
we can look at a listing. I think yeah. now between the both of us, after ex- <clears throat> after this much experience having been a guest and host, mm-hmm. we can both look at a listing and go, this is going to work, or no, 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 start over. Yeah, or and it's just needs to be tweaked yes, a little bit. Yes, a tweak. Yes. Well, see, Eddie's so kind. He's all about tweaking. I'm all about, ah, no, start over. This just She's start- like, it sucks. Yeah. yeah, it's terrible. Just start over. <laughs> so if you want to email us, giving us feedback or telling us how much or little we sucked. The, <laughs> our email is Will and Eddie at hometels.com. Uh, Will is spelled W I L with one L. So it's W I L A N D E D D I E at hometels.com. Hometels is spelled H O M E T E L S 101.com. And we also have our Instagram site where you can see my listing as well as Will's, yes. it, which is hometels101 is the Instagram uh, username. Awesome. All right. Well, this has been fun. Hopefully we'll see you in a couple weeks. I'm yeah. off to uh, on vacation in the Caribbean. He is humble bragging. It's just terrible. He's going to the Caribbean while all of us in St. Louis are freezing our asses off. Yeah, That's well, the polar right. vortex wasn't fun. I'm ready. <laughs> no. I'm ready to get out of here for a week. No. My husband's always pretty sure that if I'm ever going to leave him, it's going to be during the wintertime. And you want to know something? He is correct. The winters are just so hard. I agree. Yes. Enjoy the Caribbean. Tell all my cousins I said hi. I will. Trust me, everybody you'll meet on the ship when you get off will be related to me in some way. Well, I guess with 17 kids, I'm down to Uh, one. Exactly. You got to like test everybody's DNA before you can date them down there. Yes. (laughs) All right. Well, it was been fun. Thank you. Thank you. 